Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hello and welcome to Arn. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster, the 1A of Tag Team Wrestlers, our television champion, and man, I call him my tag team partner. He's the enforcer, he's double A, he's Arn Anderson. Merry Christmas to you, sir. And before we get into it, I gotta know, how was your vacation? Uh, it was... Um... Very nice. Good. It uh, <clears throat> didn't do anything special. Did a little gambling. I lost. Brock won. He okay. played. He, he did the roulette. I did the slots. And everybody tells you don't do the slots. Do the table games. And but he he won. We laid out in the sun every day. It was uh, just just being together with my wife and Brock for a week was outstanding i can't so, tell you yeah that's yeah keep going i want to hear about that well it's just you know just sitting there you know and and with a nice breeze coming off the ocean uh the layout from the pool to the beach to the ocean was probably oh gosh 30 yards so it's just one continual deal sit out on the edge of the, like they had a big, everything was built up with a bunch of rocks. So you could just sit there virtually over with an overhang, just on the, almost laying in the ocean. It was, it was nice. It was oh my nice. goodness. And it sounds like you had great weather. Weather was fantastic. Uh, that it's, it's close to Aruba. It really is. I, okay. you know, I wasn't aware of that. And Aruba has a, the trade winds that blow through there. 24-7 year-round. That's something you can't pay for. You can't order. 
you can't get it through room service. It's a freebie, and it, boy, does it make it nice because I think they average 88, 88 degrees year-round. Really nice. It, it sounds beautiful. And, Arn, uh, you said this was the first time you were going to check this place out, so is this one you'll recommend uh, to, to everybody, to me? To me? Arn, I want to go on a vacation like this. Let me tell you what appealed uh, to Aaron, who does the books, and to Brock, who's pretty tight. It was about half of what it costs to go to Aruba. Okay, perfect. But it doesn't have all the things that Aruba has. I don't want to, I don't, it was a nice vacation and it was half the price and I'll just leave it there. Gotcha. All right. Now it sounds good. Listen, I'm glad that before the holiday season that you and, uh, and Brock and Aaron got a little R and R time much deserved my friend. And, and then follow up to that. It sounded like it was just what the doctor ordered for your ailing back. Has that been, been doing well? It's finally, after all this time, it, it was out down there, but I had access at the fitness, you know, the workout room they had. They had the balls and the those those pads that are about like this and about this long that you used to roll on your back. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, they had enough stuff that I could adjust it every day and get it in. Uh, so finally... Once I got back and slept in my bed a night or two, my back is back, knock on wood, yes. in pretty pretty good shape. Oh, it's so, so good to hear. Well, I'm glad you had a great vacation. I'm glad your back's feeling better. And, and here we are. Talk about a Christmas present. And by the way, I want to mention, I haven't mentioned it yet. We have a live uh, audience from our ad-free show members. I'm talking all the stars of ad-free shows are here. From Darren Staley to Brian Haremza, Greg Jacobson, Terry Weaver, the mediocre warrior, Andrew Miller. And of course, Amy. Amy is here as well. Amy Vaughn and so many others. Keith Morrison, the coach. I love this. So, uh, Arn, we love these folks. They're just like family to us, aren't they? You guys are the stars of the show. You're the reason we do this. One of the reasons, anyway. A big That's part right. of it. And we appreciate the year-round support we get from you guys. You have no idea. Um, we were talking earlier, Paul and I. You know this. This started really heating up with the pandemic, you yeah, know. Yeah, actually shows platform, yeah. We were the only game in town, and we were so happy that we could put some smiles on some faces. And, you know, now that this football and the World Series is back and people are out running around and going to places like Aruba. And, That's right. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's nice that y'all stayed with us, and we sure appreciate it. And, and what we've decided to do, as you know, this is Ask Arn Anything, and, and I love all the comments, guys. I appreciate all of you, is we have a, a two-part Ask Arn Anything. So this is the first of two. Next week, we're going to close out and head into head out of 2023 on the right foot. And that is uh, this week's going to be questions all from our ad-free show members. The whole episode is that. Next week's episode, it's from Facebook, it's from Twitter, because those are big, most folks are big time supporters of the show as well. And we thought, why not just dedicate these last two and break it up where instead of co-mingling or maybe only getting to one group versus another, we have one Ask Arn for our ad-free show members and then one Ask Arn for those folks as well. Um, so it's so great to have you. And by the way, if you are an ad-free show member, 
you're getting both these shows live recorded. Arn and I are doing these back to back tonight. So you guys, if you could hang in there with us, uh, don't worry. We'll take a little break between shows. Uh, and then, uh, we'll jump back in and do another hour. But, uh, Arn, before I get into the questions, I wanted to mention some news came out and, uh, that was about your comic book. I don't know if you saw that while you were laying on the beach. Did it's finally that? in America. It's at the warehouse. It is. <laughs> I went I went out into the ocean about 50 miles with two paddles and boarded the ship and paddled it on to America myself. Yes. I think it was Yambag Jones, maybe, of course, because he is our resident shit disturber, that wondered if you had literally on vacation jumped in the boat and were and were using those oars to get it over here. This is direct reaction to his assumption. Yes, I, I did that. <laughs> I love it. No wonder the back's all stretched out. He was he was boating those books over. That's it. <laughs> yeah, thank all God right. it's finally here. You know, and thanks for your patience again, guys. It just you know, we've been saying it's going to be here in a couple of months, which we were told. And then it went to three months and six months. And it feels like it's been forever. I just hope it's worth the wait. Yeah. And, and we know it is. And what a wonderful time this is, is seeming to be where it's coming out around the holiday season, right around Christmas. We get on for Christmas. I mean, come on. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah. Thank God. Better. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff. And Terry Weaver said, Hey, listen, we went through some of the same stuff with Tony's, Tony's book. So, you know, it's okay. It's going to be good. Well worth the wait. And we cannot wait. Uh, other thing, there was a couple other things that happened two more, and then we're getting in the questions. So I'm going to move quick. Adam Pierce, the current WWE talent, who's the GM of raw mentioned you on his Instagram account. And it was talking about his mentors and he said, we all have people in our lives that have pointed us in the right direction, offering perspective and experience, guidance, and a shoulder to lean on. I've had so many that gave themselves when they really didn't have to. Here's one of them. Love you, double A. And he posted a picture with you. I thought, man, that is super touching, and I want to mention that on the show. Me too. Well, you know, when I get things like that, and that just kind of came out of the blue. I mean, Adam and I are friends, but we don't call each other every week like sure. most most people in this business but uh yeah we worked together when they first hired adam and he came aboard and he went with me on the road and uh i tried to help him all i could you know that's great because he deserves it he's a class act and you know to just kind of pick up your phone and read that was it's pretty cool really was I bet. well deserved man and then finally i got to mention this undertaker buddy did you see he came out with his Mount Rushmore tag teams and uh, and that you and Tully were on that Mount Rushmore list? That's that's goosebumps. Brother, you know, it's like the comment he made, you know, a year or two ago about that somebody asked him who the best technical wrestler was that he had ever seen or in the business or whatever. And he named me. And you talk about getting punched in a solar plexus. When I read that, I mean, you can't get a better recommendation than that, I don't think. I don't think so, man. When you hear from the conscience of the WWE for so long, The Undertaker, so many people, so much respect, so much admiration for him and what he's doing. He's got a podcast now. And when I heard 
and saw Tully and Arn first off the lips, man. It, it, like I said, goosebumps. I just felt so good for you, and I knew you'd feel good having him hear him say that. And and, and again, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, The Road Warriors. There's no no doubt what Undertaker was watching growing up. Yeah, I mean, and what a my God to be included in that. You know, it, it's just guys from my era don't just throw out compliments like that. There's no reason to, you don't have to. Yeah. And when, when you get a plug like that from that guy, it's just, it means more than you will ever know. So take, very cool. I'm very honored to take, you know, on both of both of those uh, comments and uh, he knows how I feel about him and uh, much, much, much respect. Awesome. Well, Arn, we're going to ask some questions from a lot of folks that respect you and what you've meant to the business. And then most of them are here in this chat right now. It's incredible to see the outpouring and everyone that's shown up for you here. So we're going to jump into it and uh, I'm, we're going to start, by the way, I'm going to plug ad free shows. You can jump in for as little as $9 a month early, no commercials, etc. And we're going to start the only way we should start when we're talking ad free shows. And it's with the first lady of the Arn Anderson fan club. She's here with us, Miss Amy Vaughn, and uh, she'll be asking the first question. She wrote, Arn, before I ask my question, I want to thank you so much for the cameo that you made for me. I cannot tell you how many times I've watched it, but it's something that I will always treasure. So there you go, Arn. That was the easiest thing I've ever done. I just told the truth. Amy, you're, awesome. you're a sweetheart, and uh, can't tell you how much we appreciate your support, really. Absolutely. So she also wanted to let you know that she did pre-order her Series 6 Major Bendy's Arn Anderson figure. She's all over it, and it got her thinking. Arn, how did it? Uh, how did the creating a new action figure of you all come about with Major Bendy's? You know, I went for most of my career being told I wasn't marketable, that I didn't have the cosmetics, um, that I wasn't going to sell a lot of merchandise. And that was just pretty much the, the you know, he's, I'm sure this was the comment. Hey, guy's a great worker. He's got a great mind, but he's just not marketable. He's not going to sell any houses out. He's not going to sell a bunch of t-shirts or action figures. And that's kind of the consensus that has swirled around me my entire career. But it's a funny thing. You don't know, you don't miss something until it's gone, you know, yeah, and, you know, I've been pretty much at least in a low profile position for the past 40 years in this business. You know, it's been the last year and a half or so that kind of fell off the map, but that's okay. Um, I think that uh, Zach, God, what is the legal? Oh name? yeah, Matt Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. What is where did I get Zach? Zach Wheel. That, that's what his name was, and you're right. He, Zach Ryder. That in WWE. Yeah. I think that's the guy because he's out on his own. He's making his own way. He doesn't answer to anybody but himself, and he's got a company doing those. I think he did one from the heart, and he and I were good friends okay. the entire time we worked together in WWE. He knew I respected him. Uh, great worker, looked great, went out on his own, got himself over, you know, and uh, 
I think he just said, hey, I'd like to do something with this guy. Maybe it was on a personal level, but, you know, we'll see how the sales are. We'll see if how many kids enjoy them or, and how many grownups enjoy them. But I yeah. think it was one of those, it was a personal thing more than just a, this is going to be a huge moneymaker. And I'm very appreciative. Thank you. That's great. And Amy, it sound, he answered a few of your questions there with his answer. Arm, we're going to pause and talk about our favorite sponsor once again this week. That's right. It's Blue Chew time. And they're here to make sure you're delivering that spine buster, putting that spine to the pine every single time the right way and making sure you're prepared to do so. And they have a special offer for the listeners of the Arn Show. Isn't that right, Arn? Arn? Well, guys, Arn's not around right now. I think he's taking care of business, if you know what I mean. And I want to make sure you have the opportunity to take care of business, too. Guys, Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office. We talk about it every single week. No weird conversations. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And remember the biggest perk and benefit of this. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. So listen, go to bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. They're just going to ask you a few questions. Make sure you're good. Your health's in order and you can take it. And once they verify that, it's going to be at your door within days. All done online very easy and if you don't like swallowing pills no big deal the tablets are chewable very easy to consume so give it a try guys listen we hear a lot of folks that listen to our show that have reached out to us uh, directly through our show dms and said guys you are spot on with what you've been talking about with blue chew we have a lot of fun with it on the show but i'm telling you it takes away the worries, the anxiety, the stress, and helps you perform the way you want to perform, like a Hall of Famer like Arn Anderson. So there you go. Check it out. BlueChew.com can make sure you're able to perform at your very best every time you get the opportunity to have fun. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code ARN. That's right. Just those three letters, A-R-N, at checkout. You just pay $5 shipping. That's it. Bluechew.com, promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Once again, go to bluechew.com for more details and safety info. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. Um, but, uh, let's see here. She also, uh, has a follow-up question as, as far as that goes, as far as, is there a formula of how many action figures of oneself is too much or not enough? Arn sounds like you could, maybe you'd like to see a few more, huh? That wouldn't be too bad. 
Well, there's actually one uh, with Magnum. He is involved with that company. What is it, Power? Yeah, Power. Power. Oh, guys, help me out in the chat. Andrew, who's the Power uh, Trip? Is it Power Trip? They're actually licensed now. They're going to start doing TNA action figures too, but they've done one at Magnum, Carrie Von Eric, and so many others. But yeah, you're com they're coming out with an Arn Anderson, aren't they? I have one on the way with that as well. So. Power Town. Power Town. Yeah. And hey, I saw the, the ones they've already put out. The uh, credible work, man. The detail is awesome. Much, yeah. like, much like the Bendy's, which are, you know, different than, you know, the, they're all different and they're all really, really cool. I mean, who would have thunk I would have an action figure of me? Who would have thunk it? Uh, you know what? We're all, I, the, the power trip, uh, the, the, the power town one, man, I'm excited about because you, you nailed it. What they've done with the deep, the level of detail they've put out with the figures, the Magnum TA one is badass, And, uh, so I can't wait to see how they handle yours. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, so yeah, I, I can't wait. You can't, by the way, as I said, they've now partnered with TNA and our man, Hal Haney, uh, is I believe doing the artwork. Uh, for some of those figures for, for them as well. So it's really exciting, um, you know, and uh, looking forward to seeing your figure, buddy. Hal, you're a genius, my man. Keep up the good work. He, he is. Amy goes on, do you wish you had more of an elaborate wardrobe during your wrestling days so that you could have capitalized with more action figures in different gear? Well, since I didn't get more action figures, it would have been a waste of money, wouldn't it? That's Not true. You know, I went by the creed, okay, just plain boots, plain tights, plain knee pads. What you see is what you get. You know, I, I, I didn't feel the need to dress up. I was just minimal gear, uh, what was comfortable to perform in, you know, and uh, – I never looked at that being the costuming being who I was. It went a little deeper than that. Oh man. It's so funny. The guys in the chat are killing me. I, I said, looking forward to seeing your figure. And, uh, they just said, Paul, we never knew that you felt that way about Arn. Um, what, so talk about, <laughs> no, well, yeah, let me think about that for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk about the process of an action figure Arn, in terms of Amy wants to know as far as sketches. So in power town or whoever, do you approve them? Do they send you pictures of what they could look like? I mean, I'm sure you don't want this thing going out without some type of approval, right? Yeah, they, they sent it out, but I was going to just let them do what they wanted to do anyway. They're doing me the favor. I'm not going to hag about, Hey, there's a bald spot on top of my head. Well, guess what? I am bald. <laughs> it's no revelation, you know, uh, hopefully that, that they made it, made me look a little better than I do in real life. I would hate to think they made me look worse. That would right. be disastrous. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She's got a lot of questions here about, about action figures. Do you have any favorite action figures or do you own any action figures? And, and we'll wrap it up with the action figure talk after this. Uh, just a couple, like the four horsemen, four pack. Okay. And then Tully and I, and, uh, and then the single, I've got maybe one or two of each, just, you know, it was mostly, I got them for the boys to have, you know, my oh, boys. You uh, but, uh, 
I don't have them stockpiled or anything like that. You know, it was just at the time, it was a nice thing. Oh, gosh, hey, you got a toy. Back then, you know, the wrestlers, we called them toys. All the hard asses. Oh, I got a, I got a wrestling toy of me. Uh, you know, um, (laughs) action figures is a pretty elaborate. Yeah. It's a nice way. uh, Yeah. To change it from, uh, you know, toys and action figures just sounds a little bit more. I don't know what the word is, but like it. Elaborate. Elaborate. Yeah. That's a good one. We can get away with calling them action figures. Uh, instead of, you know, guys, you say, oh, you're going to play with your Barbies and stuff like, you know, now they're, they're action figures. Uh, we're going to move on and we're going to stick with another lady member of the ad free show community, Heather Whitley. If you were to start your own wrestling promotion, who would be the first wrestler that you would sign to be the face of your promotion? Also, uh, who would be the first person that you would grab to help you run the back? Hmm. Wow. Yeah, good one. That is a good one. Gosh, I might. I don't. Who's your star first? Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking about okay. right now. Huh. Wow. Is this in their current state or could I? I think you, yeah, I, well, um, I would like I to think say they're, I, look, they're looking for something current, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you think of from the Romans to the Cody's, to the Cess, the MJFs, the Omegas, the Ospreys, the, I mean, there's just so many talented guys, the Moxley's, the, I mean, the WWE group as well. Oh. One guy. Boy, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say the there's, wrong there's thing. There's people guessing in the chat, like Cody's one. I see keep coming up. Orton, I see one. Yeah, I mean, there's a shit pot of guys you couldn't go, couldn't go wrong with as far as starting. Not Van Hammer. Sorry. Sorry, no, buddy. No, and no. not Elegante. That's for sure. That is for sure. Um, let's come. Can we come back to that one? Yeah. And then let's, that? how about the question is if you could have one person working with you backstage to like help run the business? Fit Finley. Boom. There you go. That was a quick one. Most people are not aware of just how brilliant and how smart and and what he brings to the real realistic part of our business, the reality part, and just the uh, that European style. He does everything different from everybody else, and every there's not one thing he does that is not one hundred percent legitimate. Yeah. And you know what? It's, I think I was turned on to uh fit feeling. Maybe we all were, um, from hearing a lot of when the, when the, uh, evolution and the women's evolution and a lot of the female Italian, Italian others really put him on a pedestal for what he was able to help them with in their career, uh, was fit Finley that, at least for me, that's when I started to hear his name about how much of a help he was to them and, and, and the women's movement. He's the single most important thing to ever happen to women's wrestling. Okay. There you go. He had the most influence of anybody that's ever been involved in the business. 
I think. I was there. I saw it. Yeah. Um, this business is not easy. Matter of fact, it's hard, and we see it all the time. You know, it's really hard to do it well, you know, and to keep from getting injured and and to excel and get better and make it make sense and become a whole package where you could talk and work and think on your feet, all those things. To be able to teach that to somebody, very, very difficult. Mm. You have to be a natural almost to excel at this business. Uh, it's hard to just come in without just living it since you were eight years old and breathing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and fit just, he was able to pull that out of them and look at their weaknesses and, and stay away from those and look at their strengths and, you know, Hey, do this here, do this there. And he just, he's just an exceptional teacher. Okay. All right. Well said. I like it. Fit Finley's the guy. We'll come back to who's running. Who's who's your first main star? Uh, I'll try no, to remember. No, you know what? It just occurred to me. And forget about the fact that he probably would not be in the ring except maybe once or twice. It's what he brings to the table. The Undertaker. Oh, okay. Here's your here's your figurehead, gentlemen. We're going to take his career. We're going to go back in time. And we're going to use him as the tool for you to watch and watch how he evolved and watch who he is now and listen to him. Let him sit down, explain the business to you. Forget about the fact he's not going to wrestle 300 days a year. Even if you get one more match out of him, you wouldn't even need to have to have a live match. Just the fact that he's there sharing the knowledge, that would be the guy would put in place first. And talk about an example of leadership and how to handle your business too. Oh, oh God, all that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's no, it was no uh, random thing that when you went to wrestler's court, who the judge was. Did you, did they ever, did, I know you were an agent and all that, but did you ever get summoned to wrestler's court at all or have an experience uh, in wrestler's court? I made sure I didn't go to wrestler's court. I okay. Kept, kept my nose clean and played by the rules there you go all right we'll move on so we can get as many of these questions and brian haremza he's got a couple for you he said on a previous episode i asked about dominant big men in wrestling you were just talking about uh, one of the best if not the best ever who are a couple big men that you thought if the company had gotten behind them more they could have been a dominant force like vader was well kane comes to mind right away but they did use kane properly I mean, and he held his end up. I mean, the guy was a monster, absolute monster. You know, um, Vader kind of set the table, didn't he? He did. For the big guys. He did. He And he came over to WWF, but never got that title run. Um, you know, they had him with Jim Cornette there, and he did his thing for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that you know, him, Taker, Kane, they all kind of stand out. Uh, you know, I think Mark Henry, you know, who I worked with, you know, as a producer, and it was real easy to say, Mark, I pictured this for you. And just helping him put a match together because, I mean, the, he was the world's strongest man. It's 100% legitimate and a beast 
and a monster. I mean, he could just do stuff, pick guys up and chunk them around, you know, like, I mean, he would scoop up Big Show like he was my size. Mm. Speaking of Big Show, there's a guy that was had giant proportions almost, but he, he moved like a 300-pound guy. Yeah. You know, and he was smart and he was coachable. And just because he was that size and that strong, he never looked at me and went, you know, like looked down his nose at me. If I had something to offer him, he was pretty sure that I had thought about it in depth before I ever even brought it up. So, mm-hmm. you know, I got to mentor him being a young guy, which I really enjoyed because, you know, he, he took my advice and he applied it. He was coachable. Big time. And that's a word that you hear a lot nowadays are, are guys coachable or not? Are they still coachable? Do you feel like the modern talent is as coachable as those guys that you were just mentioning? No. And I'm, and I don't think that the younger guys coming along look to the careers of the older guys and, and use them as a template. You know, they, there's been so much, uh, influx of talent into the bigger companies now. But a lot of these guys, you know, that came from the Indies and it's not their fault, but they were never in a position to have a producer or have an agent and walk them through stuff and, and explain the business to them. And here's what the company rules are. Here's why you can't do this. You can't do a pile driver on the floor. And here's why. You know, they didn't have the benefit of that on the indie shows. It was pretty much the talent would get there, put their match together themselves. And, you know, the uh, promoter was just glad that nobody died because, you know, these these kids, man, they they put it all out there for yeah, you. Yeah, put their you life know? on the line. They really do. They, you know, they endanger themselves you know, and put themselves in a position to be crippled for life. And uh, it's because nobody is there to grab them by the wrist and go, wait a minute, hold it. Let's talk about this. And here's why. And then when they do finally get to someone, they've gotten used to that pop and that feeling from the crowd. And they want to say, no, 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 I can't go back. I'm getting over with this stuff. Thank you, old timer. But since they weren't getting that coaching early on enough, and they feel like they've gotten over and the, the crowd buys into it. It's almost like trying to get them off of that high. You, you almost, it's almost impossible probably as a coach. I would think so. Oh, would, that's would, the struggle. Well, you know, I just, I just, you know, I've always been a teacher. I've always wanted and tried to help younger talent uh, even if I didn't have their match, if I just saw somebody's match on the show and I saw something that could make them better, help them get over all the positive things that happen when you do things right in this business, you know, and I would go to them and try to help them. And, you know, there are a lot of, that's why people kind of pop out of the woodwork from time to time and like Adam Pierce and go, Hey, this guy really helped me. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I think Randy Orton would tell you the same thing. John Cena would tell you the same thing. Batista would tell you the same thing. You know, uh, I remember actually even, you know, with Daniel Bryan suggesting things, you know, for him to do that were nasty. Uh, 
and uh, it worked. It worked for them, and that's that's our job as veterans to pass the information down and and uh, let the young guys know that hey, you didn't have to do these four or five things in a row. You could have done two things in a row and sold them properly and got the same reaction that you got out of doing five things. Hmm. <clears throat> Listen, it's okay to be coachable talent, current talent, up and coming talent, even if you've gotten kind of addicted or, you know, used to the pop that you're hearing because of the crazy stuff, take it from the old timers that, you know, Arn, you sit there, you talk about a back, you talk about a neck and a nerve. It, these are the reasons that you talk and say these things to these guys. It's you're just not making it up. I guess those of us that really care about, you know, these young guys and young girls. And uh, the reality is we're not trying to hold you down or hold you back. We're trying to protect you from yourself. Mm. Well said. We want to pause this episode of Arn to talk to you about something Arn and I are very passionate about. And that's sleep quality. And if you're waking up too hot or too cold, we highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. They're inspired by NASA. Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? That's freaking gross. That can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just, that's awful. Nobody wants that. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters, and it prevents 99% of bacteria and requires three times less laundry. The self-cooling properties for better quality sleep are where it's at. They use silver-infused fabrics, as I said, inspired by NASA. And uh, the Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. You've heard Arn and I talk about it before. We like it cold and dark in the rooms. That's how the horsemen liked it after they were done a busy night. And that's how you'll enjoy it too. And you can get it right here. Again, very clean, bacteria free. So go to trymiracle.com slash Arn to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code ARN at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Listen, Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you're gonna get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made right now. Go to trymiracle.com slash ARN and use the code ARN to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash ARN and treat yourself to a great night's sleep. And we want to thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode of The ARN Show. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Bryant goes on, Arn. He said a lot of fans like to complain about someone being shoved down their throat too much and overexposing someone. I'm guilty of feeling this way, he says, about John Cena. Do you think someone can be overexposed and put out there too much? Is there a perfect mix or maybe not wrestling and not being seen as much? Or is overexposure a thing? Or, or do people just like to complain? What, what do you say to all that? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a mix of all of it. To be okay. honest with you, uh, I have seen talent that had a look, but really had no talent. Names will be withheld. They just get pushed every single week and pushed and pushed and pushed. And everybody in the building can see that this guy is getting a free ride on his look. And that's a heated issue because the thing that drives this business is the ability to perform the storytelling, the ability to convince the, everyone in that building that hey, I'm watching a fight here. You know, all those things uh, that go into it. And I can see where the fans would spit that out. They want you and justifiably. So they want you to earn your push. They want you to earn your way through the, you know, the, through the, the ranks. Thing, trials yeah. and tribulations and ranks and, you know, work your way to the top. They don't want you just to be put out there one week because you got an incredible look because now you got to have a match and nothing worse than someone that looks like a million dollars and works like dog shit. Yeah. Right. Fans today can see through it too. They can see it. They can tell. If you're, if you don't look real good, you're just kind of look average and then your work is average. Okay. I get it. But when you look like a trillion dollars in your work sucks, it's like, Holy smokes. And then you got to, how do you, how do you protect somebody like that? How do you help somebody like that? Um, I don't think you can because the push is coming from the big, the big chair right in, in the big office. And so they're, they're going to continue to push them and then we're going to see it. It's uh, they're going to flop or fail one way or the other. They will be exposed. They don't see it like we see it. I guess, you know, they're looking at t-shirt sales and action figures. They're not, <laughs> they're not looking at putting butts in seats. They're looking at how many different outfits they can put on these guys for all the various uh, action figures to Amy's point earlier. There you go. All right. Known shit disturber. He's with us in the chat. And that's right. Yambag Jones is up next. And he asks, you've got one chance to end all this Elegante bullshit. If you can manage Paulie B to win one over the big man, but you aren't get to choose the stipulation. What type of match do you think your co-hosts would stand a chance of winning? And what coaching advice would you give them? So what's the stipulation? You're going to throw me out there. It ends all the elegante nonsense for you to ever have to hear it again. If I can beat this guy, what's the stipulation you get to pick and what's your coaching advice for me? I would say probably no DQ. And as soon as the bell rings, Paul, because you're a pretty healthy guy, too. You're pretty big. What are you, 6'5"? Oh, 6'4". Okay. Yeah. Two what? 250? Um, not 240. 240. You're a healthy guy. 
As soon as the bell rings, kick him in the nuts as hard as you possibly can and pray for rain. And pray for rain. <laughs> if I take him in the nuts, you think I can at least get a pinfall then, a quick pinfall? Oh, he's done. He's done. No DQ. All right. I don't care how nuts. big you are. Everybody yeah. has a set. And they're all has a set. That's a t-shirt. I think so. (laughs) Which means everybody is vulnerable and means everybody can get beat. Uh, There you go. I like it. Oh man. I I asked what match there's people, Terry Weaver. uh, It's maybe a spelling bee. Paul could win Uh, mediocre warrior said a scaffold match. Dude, I am not getting anywhere near a scaffold. I wouldn't advise it. I refused. Uh, you, you notice there's no history of me being up in a scaffold. Well, you were offered a scaffold match and said, uh-uh. Well, there, there was some talk about it. I said, guys, I can't get that done. I am terrified. If you like the spot of going off the air with me up there clinging to a pole with my arms and legs, go ahead. <laughs> that's what you're going to have. If you and think we're going to get out of here. TV time's over. Arms and, clinging to the pole. And we're out of time. Yeah. Will somebody get him down? <laughs> Tape machines are rolling. Oh mm-hmm. man. The Allison said, bring in Amy as your manager. We've uh, I've saw what she did. Top guy. weekend. holy shit. She, she's cutting some serious promos. Oh, uh, good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. bag. Sam Lawson, longtime Arn fan is up next. And he said, Arn, we traveled the Carolinas in the mid to late eighties watching you wrestle. And as you've said so many times in interviews, it was our pleasure. I have a question on run-ins to either make a save or get a DQ. When the match was going on and you were backstage, did you usually know the exact time in the match to do the run-in, or did uh, sometimes someone gauge, or was it by just gauging the crowd reaction for you to know when to do the run-in? No, you knew when your what your cue was. Okay. Now sometimes something would go wrong and a guy would get hurt or something or get his bell rung and never get to the spot that you were looking for, and you had to be aware of okay. We were getting close, and I think this is probably he's not cuckoo, and we're not going to get to that spot. So I better go anyway. Okay. Right now, and that's a that's just a veteran call and uh, experience will know what you're seeing. And if I know you, you, you usually have the sequence leading up to when you're supposed to your your cue is to go down. And if you see that, okay, this is here it comes and it's not there. There's gotta be a reason why somebody forgot. Somebody got their bell rung, something that they're not going to get to what we are. So, you know what you do? You improvise. And that's what this business is. Improvisation. Or sometimes that makes for the best, the best uh, stuff that happens. hundred percent. Because you're playing off the audience. Most of the time, if I change something in a match that I had in my head, I was going to do right here. You know, if just a bad example of a guy, if a guy buckles me hard and comes sailing in there and I pull up a knee, which was meant just to prevent his forward motion and I catch him and he starts doing the cucaracha on his feet because I potatoed him. Do you think I'm going to mess that up by doing anything else? No, that's going to wait until he quits wobbling. And if he don't fall down, then I'll mow him down. It's called improvisation. 
Oh man, it's so good. Uh, Sam has also has a couple questions that uh, our research guy uh, Andrew can get behind. He said, "I'm originally from North Carolina, and I've got to ask: Are you an Eastern North Carolina barbecue vinegar sauce guy, or a South Carolina mustard sauce guy, or another kind?" I like the vinegar. The vinegar. He's the vinegar. Okay. Yeah, I think we gave Firehouse Subs a plug. You did. You put him over. And it's that it, that vinegar type sauce, sauce. that they have on there is what sets it off. I think. Heather Whitley, who's watching the show right now, she said, "As luck would have it, I'm actually ordering Arn's favorite pulled pork sandwich as as I watch the show." Let, let's let's get her what she thinks about it. It's good. Aaron turned me on to it. I didn't know it existed because it's seasonal. Right. I would my suggest yeah. to the people that own that firehouse sub, make it year round. Right. Right. You know, you're losing some revenue there, guys. Andrew, you can get behind it. All right. You're a North Kakalakian. So yes, you like barbecue too, pal. Yeah. Uh, he, finally, Sam wants to know about Christmas dinner. What's your Christmas dinner preference? Ham, turkey, or are you a prime rib guy? Wishing you and your family and Paul a, a great 2024. Sam, thank you so much. Have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. Great questions. Arn, ham, turkey, prime rib. What say you? We do the that whole thing at Thanksgiving. Oh wow! And it, I mean, we do the the turkey, the ham, the stuffed mushrooms, potato salad, deviled eggs, green bean casserole, <laughs> twice baked potatoes. I mean, Aaron fixes a feast. So we completely switch switch gears, and we go to uh, fillets, lobster tail. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. We 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 big we big league it one day a year. I love it, Arn. Yes, oh, I'm man. coming down. I'm coming down to Charlotte, baby. Yeah, well, you're always welcome. And, <laughs> and we kind of go with that and uh, baked potatoes, standard butter and bacon only. No sour Ooh. cream, by the no, way. No cheese, of course. We know that. No, no cheese, not necessary. And uh, that's Christmas dinner. <laughs> Andrew said it right. I don't need a blue chew right now after you just spilled all that out on the table. That's amazing. You better not take one. That could be dangerous right now. <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Along the same lines, Craig Usher asked you to share some of your favorite holiday traditions. Arm besides feasting, which we both have, and that's everybody's tradition. Do you have anything else special that you do over the holidays? <sighs> Got to remember... For 40 years, I was never home. That's right. So Christmas, I just, I mean, other than go to the mall, which I enjoy doing, and doing a little shopping on my own, which I can do quickly. I blow in and blow out. Uh, I just enjoy the trees and, and, and all the, you know, the, the decorations and all that, and people walking around the mall everybody's having a good time. Nothing elaborate. We don't do anything, you know, it's just being able to be home and watch, you know, I must've watched Chevy Chase and his yes. Christmas vacation movie 130 times. I still laugh my ass off. So well done. Try to watch that. At some Have point. you watched it yet this season? Not yet. Okay. We remember we just got back from the beach for a couple uh, very of days. Very true. 
trying to change gears again. It was kind of weird down there. You know, it's the first time we've ever been in a tropical climate when it's supposed to be 28 degrees. It was a little different. You kind of surreal a little bit, you know, but then you snap yourself back out, you know, you go, well, Hey, when we get home, it's going to be literally 32 degrees and we're leaving. It's 85. So, um, but you know, just guys, if you've never been home, if you work five days a week and I'm not demeaning this in any way, but you get to come home and have dinner with your family year round, pretty much it's different than maybe being home 10 days a month Mm. and getting to spend that time with your family. That becomes very special. It becomes the most important thing in your life because pretty soon you start to see it's not the months that just blow by. Now it's the years that blow by. And my last run with WWE was 19 years. And it's like, I just blinked. And two decades of my life were gone. Gone. Mm. And it literally was because they, you know, the schedule was so demanding that by the time you got home on Wednesday, you were just trying to have lunch with the family. Thursday, you had one off day, but you had to repack to head back on the road on Friday. Now, if you have 19 years of that, sitting on your couch watching TV, country-style steak and gravy in there, cooking on the stove, looks pretty damn good. You know what, Arn? I think what you said there is also a good reminder for all of us. It was a good reminder for me. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, you know, this uh, part of the family's coming this day and this part of the family's coming that day and I need to run out of the house to get away from it all. But you know what? I think it's a good reminder. Embrace these times because they're not always going to last forever. You know what I mean? And and this is this is family. It, it's it's so important. And so uh makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah, because let me tell you something from firsthand experience. Uh, when you lose one, mm. you just realize how important they are cherish it every time man yeah it's you know any moment that you think well i god man i'd just like to go up to the room take a nap you're sleeping your life away spend that time down there where your family is you know if you fall asleep in mid-sentence sitting on the couch it's got a whole different feel when you got a room full of your family around which not being blessed with a large family it, uh, I can only imagine how it is. Yeah. No, well said, man. Well said. Oh, all right. Philip Lane is up next and he says, we're transitioning back into the wrestling here. What was the best and worst part of being a four horseman? Uh, there wasn't a worst part. There wasn't the best part was being especially now you got to remember I was still considered a rookie when I got to Jim Crockett promotions. Uh, I'd been in the business for three years. And in those days we kind of looked at it. You really weren't considered a veteran until about four and a half, maybe five years in you were looked at like being okay. a veteran. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, and to be in the same interview and looking into that camera with Ole Anderson, 
Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, Ric Flair, all sharing a promo. Can you imagine? That's surreal. For a kid like me that was just learning the business and had been given the gift of being an Anderson and being a horseman and being able to cut out 40 seconds of that valuable interview time and take the lead. Tell them double A. Mm. You have no idea of what a rush that is. There's nothing like it on earth. And as we grow and we got popular, we got heat and they would react everywhere we went. Uh, what a, what a feeling of accomplishment. Mm. And now here you sit, the owner of the four horsemen trademark recognized as the creator, the idea maker, you, you laid it down with the four horsemen when you spoke it out of the lips in that promo and the legacy uh, that's, that's tied to the four horsemen. It, it's just, it's incredible Arn, your, your legacy in this business. And it's tied to the beginnings of the, of the four. Well, as hot as we were and as special as that first group was and, and the group with Barry, you know, following that, you know, and we had a good run with Lex too, but, uh, I think being able to own that trademark, it was because I was the guy that was left behind that somehow you had to try to revive the magic of something that was, there's no reviving it. And I put in a lot of years just trying to keep that name and what that meant alive. And it was impossible. And I took a beating professionally, you know, along the way because it was old news. You know, you get to a point around, you know, 95, 96, somewhere in there, and it ran its course, but it was still out there. And uh, I just wanted to, to purchase the trademark so that if one day, if Brock wanted to get together with some other guys and they thought it was, uh, you know, it's funny how things have more worth after one piece of it's gone. But, you know, after I'm gone, if they want to get it together and do it the right way and pick the right four people, he would have that option. Ready for some great news during the holidays? Just last week, interest rates fell lower than they've been in months. <gasps> this could be your chance to finally pay off all of your high interest rate credit cards and lower your monthly payments by 500 600 700 even $800 a month. But how much can you save? It's free to find out right now at SaveWithConrad.com. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And you even get to skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And what a responsibility uh, that would be, man. And he knows that. 
and he's mm-hmm. aware of that. And nobody knows more than him. He's really a sharp kid. You've talked to him before. Oh, I know. He's a great, great I, I guy. Would, you know, even though he's my son, I just I wish people realized what he had to offer right now, you know, because he's such a student of the business and has been his entire life. Oh, so good. We're going to do a few more. We're at 50 minutes. We're going to, we'll take this to an hour. A- Egg and Dog says, I'm an old school guy. So I wonder how much, if any, interaction did Arn have with Jody Hamilton? Arn's mic skills remind me of him. I was a huge mark for the assassins back in the day. Uh, just respect for the veteran. You know, Jody was, he was working gorilla for WCW, you know, when I was there. And, uh, you know, he was a part of the office, but he had been a very accomplished wrestler. So he had much respect for me. And, you know, the guy could talk. He had that really good voice. That's yeah. a, a gift. You know, he just sound like a nasty bastard. <laughs> and uh, he was a very good worker. And Nick Patrick, his son, was an excellent referee. So their, their contributions to the business are, are uh, huge. Huge. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, Brad Stanton, one of the proud owners of the horseman jacket. So I said, you're in the trademark. That's where you get to sell the jackets, the hats. And if those watching can see the jacket behind me, uh, Brad owns one. And he says, we've been watching a lot of continental classic. How do you like tournaments in general? Are you a fan of wrestling tournaments? Um, I'm not opposed to them, but you gotta have all top guys in it. It can't be less than underneath guys, guys that shouldn't be there under any circumstances, but you have to have filler. So you have to have those guys. If you've got a tournament with say eight top guys, that could be interesting because you can't pick. Yeah. You know, the decision. you have that question. Who's going to win as yeah. a fan. And that's the big part of it. Yeah. Uh, Brad also wants to know what's your dream car and have you ever been a motorcycle guy? I actually had a Suzuki 185 TS. Okay. When I was 15, because in those days you could get a motorcycle license. I don't know what the laws are now at 15. And I had a bunch of part-time jobs to pay for the motorcycle. Number one, but you know, not having a lot of money growing up with my grandparents raising me, if I was going to have date money and things of that nature, uh, I better earn the money to do it. So that was much cheaper. I think I remember it was around 600 bucks brand new. Um, so it, uh, I used that for transportation all through high school. So I got to, uh, to be a senior and then, traded it in on a, a car. Um, my dream car. Yeah. Dream car. You know, I've had some nice vehicles. That's one thing <laughs> I have done. Uh, you know, I like my truck. I got a GMC 2022 Sierra. Okay. Four wheel drive. What color? Uh, rides ice. Oh, black. Black. Okay. Oh, black. The commercial, the GMC Sierra that they put on TV. That's what you got. That's my truck. Yes. I like it. Uh, but, you know, I uh, I don't know. The, I, I never could see, I would never be able to see having a 
$100,000 vehicle. Yeah, that makes sense to you. It's just the math, you know, it's just too much. Not, no, uh, what, no, like muscle cars, or I always thought it would be cool to get that Smokey and the Bandit 77 Pontiac T top Trans Am. God, now you're talking. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I would too because I would, you know, I was in high school. I graduated in 76. He was right in your wheelhouse. That was when the movie came out. Yeah. Popularized that damn thing. I, lo- I love a 69 uh, Camaro. Okay. I like a 70. Uh, Here we go. 1970 uh, Chevelle SS. Not people know what a sweet car that was. Uh, a guy when I was in high school had uh, had bought a Chevelle and was restoring it. Now this is back in the you know early 90s. So, but yeah, so I remember the Chevelle. He had bought an old one. Was it a 70 or 69? Yeah, it was. Oh, a, that was it, the- the premier years, I think. I think it, I think it was. Uh, I think it was a seventy. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. Did he have the round uh, tail lights? That's, uh, man, that's I can't it. remember. I just know it was a, a big, a nice red Chevelle with the black top. They had a like a almost. It was like a gold color. Okay. For whatever reason, you know, it was really, really sharp. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. We'll keep going. Uh, Drew Landry's up next, and he says, what is your relationship with Eric Bischoff nowadays? Uh, fine. I don't I don't see him anywhere. Very seldom at some of the signings, you know, in the past. But I think he's probably got his hands full of the podcast. Apparently, he does yeah. a lot, a lot of stuff out there, right? He's very, very active. He is. He's, he's very active, does a lot with the podcast, a lot for ad-free shows. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's times where you see each other, maybe at some signings here and there, but it's like you always say, Arn, in the wrestling business, that's probably the only places you get to catch up with your old buddies. Yeah. I mean, very few guys, I think go home from the road, no matter if you've only been on the road two days or three days, or you've been out for however many and get on the phone with the other wrestlers, you know, when you see them and run into them at these things, you, you know, a 10 minute conversation goes a long way. You know, if you hadn't seen somebody in a while, I always enjoy seeing a lot of the guys at these, you know, signings and stuff, the Comic-Cons. It's uh, Ron Simmons is always awesome to see. Ted DiBiase, awesome to see. Rotundo, uh, you know, you know, and uh, a lot of guys from my era, that's where you see them. See Barry, see Tully at at some of them, you know, it's – JJ occasionally, who I really love. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you gotten to see Mike Rotundo since, since Bray has passed? It was a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just saw something about him and it just, as soon as you said, Mike Rotundo made me think about it. He's a strong man. Um, cause that, that's a terror, you know, it's a, we're part of a group that nobody wants to be a part that's of. Exactly right, man. Mm. it's the worst club you can belong to on earth. It really is. And, uh, but you can be there for each other. Like not many others, you know, not a whole lot can be, which is also kind of a little bit, you can find some encouragement or, or at least be able to share some words with each other. Well, here, here's what kind of turned out. We said to each other, you know, it's, it's like with Barrett past, you know, he got a hold of me. He said, I just, I don't, I don't, sorry. I don't have the words. 
And when I saw him in person, it's like, it's like, Mike, I don't know what to say. I, I would give anything to know what to say to help your pain. Because I know, I know, and he knew yeah, I know. Yes, you know, and you share that. Uh, I'm I'm so sorry, you know, for your loss, and yeah. it almost yeah. that almost seems mundane to say, but you just what do you say to somebody that's had a you're connected life? forever though because of, of your experience, honestly, emotionally in that way, right? So, uh, but yeah, Absolutely. no, yeah. Well, a lot of love goes out to their family at this well, time. Cl- cliche, cliche is I know how you feel. Some right. people say that in passing, but when you really mean it and they know that you do know how they feel, it, it has a different feel to it. Absolutely. We will, uh, we will go with Drew's final questions and then we'll wrap this one up. He says, uh, he has a hypothetical for you, Arn. He said, let's fantasy book. Dream match against China. You get to pick which one. Who would it be? Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, or Sasha Banks against China? Who would you like to see? Beth Phoenix. Oh, went completely this way. Okay. There's a wild card. That would be good. I saw her from the very beginning when she had a tryout with us. And she was China before China. I mean, Beth was a beast and still is in great shape and an animal. Just, uh, you know, it's like I'd like Natty was one of my favorites. You know, she really loves you, too. You can tell she's a steamroller, just like Beth was a steamroller. Uh, Ashley, who is like Aaron's daughter, pretty much uh, tremendous talent. Sasha, tremendous talent. But they're more of a slick, smooth wrestler, wrestler's wrestler. Yeah. Becky was the third. Yeah, Becky was the third. Yeah. You know, Becky's got that fire. You know, she won't stay down. She's your baby face, his baby face. Yeah. But they all have something to offer. But if you're going to butt heads with China, you better have some mustard behind your stuff. And that's where I would say Beth. Another one that was thrown in the chat from Darren is Rhea Ripley, who I don't know if you've been able to watch any of her work. She's a badass still. She's a beast too, buddy. Yeah. There's five women. I don't think I could beat any of them. <laughs> and by the way, you should call her Ashley Charlotte Flair, as we know, out nine months on. She messed up her knee real bad. Uh, has to have surgery. So I'm on her. Yeah, she got hurt, but I'm going to bet you something just because I know how we are. We have to get well quicker than most folks. We just do. We have to because life won't wait on us. The wrestling business won't wait on us. She won't be out nine months. Yeah, she's a she worker. Will, she will get well quicker than that. Wait and see. Mm. And uh, he adds, am I the only one who thinks China was about 15 years ahead of her time? Uh, she certainly was was set the standard back in her day for what she was able to accomplish without a doubt. Well, yeah, I mean, to be able to compete in a match with our guy and yeah. actually be viewed as a contest and like and internet continental champion. I have no idea who's going to win this. Yeah. When you say that on an intergender match, you've, yeah. accompli- you've accomplished something. Yep. Don't make Absolutely. light of that. I mean, by God. 
Well, listen, ad-free show members, this was uh, the episode that we asked your questions, and I know there's more not to fret because in 2024, we're doing Ask Arn once a month, and these questions are saved, and uh, and I'll get them over to my guy. That's going to conclude part one, and uh, really appreciate appreciate all of you chiming in this week, and uh, we're going to be back again next week for uh, part two from our Facebook and Twitter or X, as we call it now, social media friends with all their questions. But before we get out of here this week, Arn, just want to remind folks, if your business targets that 25 to 54-year-old demographic, there's no better place right here than to advertise with the Arn Show. We've had many sponsors. I think about David Britt and Spider Grip. And I mean, just so many. If I started the list, we'd be here for a while. Uh, but again, we want to advertise your business with us. So go to advertisewitharn.com right now, and you can find out how you can have your business or product uh, advertised right here on the show. It's advertisewitharn.com. And as I said, next week, ask Arn almost anything, and we're going over to social media to get our questions. Arn, thank you so much for doing this with me this week. Always a pleasure. My tag team partner, Arn Anderson, we wish you a Merry Christmas, my friend. We wish all of you a Merry Christmas. On behalf of the Hall of Famer, Arn Anderson, this is his tag team partner, Paul Bromwell, and we'll see you right back here next week on Arn. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. You are so obsessed with betting. I don't need to bet. <laughs> you're adamant that you're going to win, and I'm what adamant I that you're not like, going to win. But why does, why does money have to be you're, exchanged? You're a realist. Like, he believes it, you believe it. Why is that? Well, that's no fun in that. It's a conversation that you can have, and then Monday, it's just like, I told you so. I mean, that's the verbal currency. There's nothing fun there. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.